I'm Ella, Shane's daughter, and you're listening to Birchwood Podcast. Don't forget to share with a friend and subscribe. Good job. The longer way to detox trick maybe I don't want to stop. Maybe I don't want to quit. Want to quit. Maybe I like hoes, maybe I don't want a wife Maybe I'm psycho, psycho. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm strapped right now Just maybe, maybe it's a relapse Maybe I'm high right now with a weed Maybe this is ER, maybe I'm a real doc and this is CPR Maybe we need to breathe some life in this shit Maybe we are the life of this shit Maybe I'm a fiend back for another hit Or maybe I'm just crazy What they say, stop my say Welcome to Birchwood Podcast. It is Friday, May 10th, 2019. Except it actually isn't. It's Wednesday, May 8th. But you don't know that unless I tell you, which I just did. Why the fuck did I do that? Hello. Welcome to Birchwood, the podcast that is called its namesake because that's where I live in Birchwood Trailer Park in southern New Brunswick, Canada, which is in the East Coast. I may have confused you by saying South. But thank you for liking the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Of course, we have a Facebook page. And we have an email, which you can, you can um, send us all of your questions, comments. uh, And if you want some advice, I'm your host, Shane Ogden, and I am a licensed therapist, except the exact opposite of what I just said. I have no business giving anyone advice. (laughs) especially if you know me you'll know i'm uh falling apart so you uh you but but i still like it i still like telling you what to do doesn't everybody like that telling someone what to do yeah i don't know what to do but i'll tell you what to do scotty scotty's writing in from calgary and again birchwoodpodcast at gmail.com please write in i love this scotty says I was listening to you on my drives home from work. Well, that's fantastic, Scott. Thanks for listening. That's a wonderful thing. That's the whole idea. I'm the pocket podcast. Put me in your pocket. Put me in your car. Your commute. Right? You're you're probably, yeah, you're driving home from work. And what do you do on Fridays, Scotty? You put on Birchwood Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm glad you're getting out to talk to someone. Oh, yeah. About that, Scotty, I have been talking to a counselor. And I went to my first session, and it was great. 
I'll, I'll talk more about that after your letter. We all need that ear to talk to. We sure do. So for something to discuss. Okay, here we go. Let's get into it. Two years out from an abusive relationship. Eey. Sorry to hear that. The anniversary of my freedom. Jesus Christ. It must have been actually abusive. Two years out from an abusive relationship. The anniversary of my freedom is May long weekend. And now I'm looking for love. Ah, I don't even know where to start. I meet new people all the time as I'm an event organizer. Oh, I am too. We get a lot in common, Scotty. But where the fuck do people... <laughs> this took an angry or aggressive turn, if you like. Where the fuck do people meet potential romantic partners now? And how soon into it do I ask them if they'd like to spank me? Oh, okay. <laughs> I've tried dating apps and speed dating, but when people find out I'm bisexual and into BDSM, it's like all they want is a threesome. I know, I know. First world problems. Oh, boo-hoo. I only seem to be able to have sex with two or more people at once. Whatever shall I do? But you know, I'll af but you know after all the fun... It gets lonely sleeping alone. That's sad. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work, Scotty. Well, Scotty, looks like we both have a lot to unpack here. Uh, I think the people that are getting spanked and the people that are looking for love are not always doing that at the same time. So this may be tricky to navigate, which is probably why you're writing in. But don't worry, Scotty. I know exactly what to do. First of all, okay, you get someone that looks good, right? You see them, and then you approach them for some bullshit reason. Hey, I like your boots. I really like your boots. And try and make them laugh like, uh, boy, uh, I'm really enjoying these gas prices. How about you? You know, I don't know. I don't know how to talk to people. And then you could even say that. Just say, I, I don't know how to talk to people. I just really wanted to say hi. And, you know, if you get, like, a fun banter going back and forth, you can pretty well tell if somebody's into you or not. Or at least that's a rumor I'm starting. Then, when you establish that you're hanging out with this person, be it through some event that you're organizing, perhaps, sounds like you already have a social circle. And I know there are problems within that circle, but, you know, same problems exist whether you're going up to people cold calling people or just never having any rapport with them whatsoever starting fresh can be good but starting from zero can also just be zero and you may get looks and people thinking you're creepy so there's problems no matter what but once you get that little bit of rapport use some of that advice use the humor use your personality to win them over and then once you've got your hooks in then what you do is, you know, you've talked about the boots, you've made them laugh, joked about gas prices. I mean, these are all terrible examples, but do something ridiculous to get that initial hello. And then if you actually make a friend and the next step is going to be what? Some kind of a date, a movie, something, right? Movie's good. You don't have to talk too much. Comedy shows are good. The ultimate date night, perhaps. You know, you get get them to some kind of a date situation. And then you just start talking about, you know, I'm 
I'm into some kinky stuff. I'm into some really kinky stuff. How about you? Are you into kinky stuff? And see where that takes you. And then you can disclose your, your bisexuality and your your desire to be slapped on the ass. And I think everything will work out just fine. And you may even fall in love with that person. And love is different for everybody. Love is unattainable if you're looking for it, in my experience. It is when I completely gave up on the human race that I found my leashy. So, <laughs> my advice is, if you're looking for love, stop looking for it, and it'll beat down your door. <laughs> it's. I wish it were different, you know? I wish you could go to Walmart, aisle three. That's where love is. It's different for everybody. I have only found love when I wasn't looking for love. So that's my advice. I know it's maybe not a perfect answer, but it's my answer. Scotty, I hope you find love and I hope you get your ass slapped. And if you want me to give you some great advice like that, you can write in to birchwoodpodcast at gmail.com. But just luckily, today, May 8th, by the way, it's this is pre-recorded. This, you, I'm not actually talking to you right now. You get that, right? Okay. <laughs> so, May 8th, Wednesday, I got a text. And first of all, before I tell you what the text said, I want you to know that what I said, a feeling that we're at the end of times, is absolutely true. If you look at the news right now, which I, I don't even watch the news because I'm, I'm turning into a, a paranoid person. Half the world is on fire. The under, other half is underwater. And the storms and the major natural disasters are becoming more and more frequent. If you are walking around comfortably, I think you're a sociopath. But that's just me. My opinion only. I am very scared at the moment. I, I'm, I, ser- I seriously can't even think about it or, or I get freaked out. And then I get this text today. This is a test of the National Public Alert System issued by the New Brunswick Emergency Measures Organization. I was like, oh shit, it's over. This is the meteor. This is the final bell. We're, we're done. They're going to tell us to go to the dome. And then I read this sentence. This is only a test. Ha <laughs> Thank you for filling me with anxiety, New Brunswick Emergency Measures Organization that I didn't even know existed or that had my phone number. So this is only a test. That just That's supposed to take away all my anxiety. It didn't. That's the thing with anxiety. You still have your heart rate up. You still feel like everything is falling apart. So it was, a, it was an abrupt, but, but the relief... Uh, did did come after I walked the dogs. See, the, the counselor said, get proper rest and get more exercise. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I went to bed right after I put the kids to bed. I put on a podcast. I went right to sleep. And then this morning, I got at it early. And I took on this podcast editing. And I did some cooking and cleaning. I, I took the dogs for a walk. And since I'm very fucked up, I figure I need more exercise. So the point is, by the time I'm fixed, my dogs are going to be very skinny. You can see pictures of of me walking the dogs on uh, Birchwood Podcast Facebook page.
please like it and share it and subscribe to this podcast, please. And thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for doing this for me. You're helping out. I, someday I'm going to monetize this. Maybe I'll start selling birchwood mugs. You want a birchwood mug? Email me. Email me. I say, I want a mug, Shane. I want you to make a few dollars. So, so make me a mug and I'll pay you for it. Who doesn't need a nice birchwood coffee mug? Huh? I'm going to have a sip right now. Okay. So, uh, also on the agenda is, did I talk about my dates? You know, it doesn't matter. But if you want to see me, go to Shane Ogden Comedian on Facebook. I have lots of dates lined up. And I'm not sure if I talked about any of this yet. I don't think I did. Okay, let's just do it. And then I'll go back. And (laughs) This is how disorganized I am. I don't know if I just said something in the last 12 minutes. Anyway, May 10th is sold out. That's the best in New Brunswick comedy tour, which also has a Facebook page. Uh, but you could see all my comedy dates at Shane Ogden Comedian. That's at Cases Legion tonight. If you're listening to this, it is tonight, but it is sold out. Um, so that's good. That's really good that we're selling those shows out. June 7th at Tribute Bar and Lounge in Fredericton, New Brunswick. The best of New Brunswick comedy tour comes to Friday Night Comedy, a production by Troy Haynes, livestandupcomedy.ca, or the best in New Brunswick comedy tour for tickets to that. September 20th, we're in St. John at the St. John Marina. That's the best of New Brunswick comedy tour. September 20th, very excited to book that venue. It's a 200-seater. I know we're going to fill it. we got all summer to promote it. It's going to be great. June 15th, we're going to go back a little bit. I'm hosting Funnies for the Felines, Karma Cat Rescue St. John Fundraiser, Featuring John Scove Nielsen, Matt Richardson, and Mark Sauvé. Again, Shane Ogden Comedian on Facebook for all my dates. And I also have a hand in putting on the shows at Chuckles Comedy Club. Some of you may know, I helped to, uh, well, I founded the first comedy club in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. And that is called Chuckles Comedy Club. And we have some great shows coming up. May 24th and 25th featuring Niall Seguin, S-E-G-U-I-N. If you want to look him up on the YouTube, he has a great clip. The human version of When a Cat Brings You a Bird. That's Niall Seguin, highly recommended by some of the top comedians in the country. He's been on the Winnipeg Comedy Fest. Very excited for that show. Also on that show, Dan Hendrickson, who's awesome, from Halifax. And Mark Splude, the spawn of St. John. He's going to be headlining Chuckles Comedy Club in September. So we got some heavy-hitting comedians on this show. It's going to be a barn burner. But here's the here's the great thing for me personally. Nathan Dimitrov, who I've never seen but I've heard great things about, is also on that show. That's all happening May 24th and 25th at Chuckles Comedy Club. Also, uh, when it comes to Chuckles, we have another a great show coming up. June 21st, Juno Award winner and Netflix star Dave Merhage is headlining Chuckles Comedy Club, some heavy, heavy hitters coming up. Dave, of course, won the uh, Comedy Album of the Year uh, at the Juno Awards, and he's also on Comedians of the World, the Canada uh, portion of the Netflix uh, series. So check those out. Also on that show, Andrew Vaughn, Martin Petey Boy Edwards, and he, Fanzao. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, All of those shows are at chucklescomedyclub.ca. Thank you for supporting the club and thank you for supporting this podcast.
There, that's about all I had to say. I hope you're having a great day. Bye. <laughs> Buy a mug. Send me an email, birchwoodpodcast at gmail.com and say, hey, I want a mug and I don't care what it costs. And I hope you don't because I don't know how much it will cost because I haven't ordered them yet. But if, uh, if I get enough interest, maybe I'll get a mug going, you know? And you can sip with me while we discuss life. I bombed at Chuckles Comedy Club because I chose to tell a story about the time that I killed squirrels because they had invaded our house and that squirrels were invading my nightmares and somehow I thought that would be funny. It wasn't, especially on a fundraiser for an animal rescue organization. Not one of my brighter moments. And during this process, I came off the stage and... Travis Lindsay, Martin Edwards, and Scott Belford just all looked at me and they're laughing. And actually, I think Martin Edwards had gone on stage. I had introduced him. The beautiful part about being a host is that you can go up afterwards and redeem yourself. I didn't know how I was going to do it. And Scott Belford just looked at me and he said, you should go up and tell another story. But this time, talk about killing chipmunks. And I knew, I knew it would get a laugh. So there was my in. And this is me getting back on stage and redeeming myself. Okay, so I gotta tell you something. I killed this chipmunk one time. <laughs> the smaller but just as horrific tail as a squirrel. Now I'm just fucking with you. We were just sitting back there going, man, I bombed. That was so bad. And like I was telling the squirrel story, everybody was horrified. And then Scott Belford was poking out of the little crack by the Harley Davidson sign and he was going, not one smile. <laughs> and it's true, it's embarrassing to bomb, but it's it's part of this job. You gotta fucking suck at it before you're good at it. That wasn't the most embarrassing time in my life. I'll tell you the most embarrassing story of my life. When uh, I was driving my bicycle, you gotta kinda picture this. And I went into the ditch and the, you know the handle grips they would rip through with the steel tube well when you apply a steel tube to a cock <laughs> during an accident so I gotta you picture it oops oops right like oops like picture a gif right now oops right into the ditch pipe to the cock my first period blood on my cock. I was like, oh no, 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 no. I mean, and and I, I was like, I had to go to my sister's house. The closest house is my sister's house. And I get there and she's like, oh my God, you're bleeding. And I'm like, I know. And she's just like, well, you got to show me. I'm like, I want to show you. I can't show you. And she's like, come on. It's something I haven't seen before. And I'm like, no, please. Right on my 35th birthday. Like this is... Comedy's not easy, and neither's cutting your cock. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So you see what I did there? I took a bad situation, I took the lemons, and I made lemonade. So that was a great experience, and I was happy to share it with my friends in the green room. Lots of comedy popping off all over the place, man. Moncton uh, has some things happening with Hell's Basement.
St. John has some things happening with Chuckles Comedy Club. Fredericton has some things happening with live stand-up comedy. It's a thriving scene here in New Brunswick. And I have a Facebook page called St. John Stand-Up if you want to check out what's happening in our city. I'll list any shows that are coming up. Shout out to my friend James Mullinger, who just opened up for John Cleese, only one of the members of Monty Python. How epic is that? Congratulations to my friend James. I am going to tell you about my appointment on Tuesday. First time I ever cried in front of a man. This uh, counselor, he is not a psychiatrist, he's not a psychologist. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, the mayor of comedy doesn't make the bling bling to get a, a real psychotherapist, which is probably what I need. I probably need shock therapy. I probably need alligator clips and a 12-volt car battery to my nipples. That's probably what I need to shake things up, to make me normal. But honestly, what it is, is uh, me unpacking a lot of abuse and neglect. And I don't blame my parents. I don't have any hard feelings toward them. I love my parents, even. It's just, back in those days, you raised a kid like you raise a, a dog. Or like they used to raise dogs. You know, you just kind of smack them with a the newspaper when they're not doing what you want. And you can't do that to people. Kids are people. You know, that's what I wrestle with. Now, as a parent, I don't have any rule book, handbook, guide. I have my instincts. I try to be cool to them. I'm trying to be their friend. But I still have to create structure and boundaries. And it is not easy and automatic for me because my example was... Uh, if I didn't do something, my stepdad would scream at me or smack me around. I mean, you know, he'd walk by me and smack me on the back of the head and say, that's for nothing, wait till you do something. Or if I was eating a cookie, he would be say, he'd say like, supper's, supper's gonna... Be right, you know, supper's in five minutes or whatever. And if I ate the cookie after supper, it would be like, didn't you get enough supper? You know, didn't you get enough food at supper or whatever? It's just always on edge. If I didn't have the lawn mowed exactly like fucking Tiger Woods could play golf on our lawn. And, and it was a three-hour process. I had to have that lawn mowed before he came home at supper time. Or there'd be hell to pay. <sighs> you know, living under that kind of pressure growing up was not easy. But I'm surely not the hardest case. I mean, it's not like he put cigarettes out on my nipples or something or smashed me in the face with the oven door. I mean, there was a time that he uh, hit me with a broom and the broom broke because I was tracking in snow, right? You don't do that. But let's not have a conversation. <laughs> let's let's break a broom over my child's ass. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, rough growing up. But not, I mean, 
I didn't grow up on the streets. I didn't walk 12 miles to get clean water. I didn't have I didn't become a child soldier in Uganda. So I don't I didn't have like the trauma I think that some people had, but I had definitely grown up around it was like I was diffusing a bomb my whole childhood. Don't make stepfather snap. You know, don't cut the blue wire or he's going to blow up. And that was a very tense thing to grow up around. And my mother had issues too. Anyway, when I was 18, my stepfather and I locked arms and spun around the kitchen and knocked my mother over. And when I saw my mother on the kitchen floor, I left. I left that night and I went to Calgary. My sister gave me, bought a plane ticket for me and I went to Calgary for 10 years. I came back and I confronted my stepfather and I said, you know, I know that what you did to me and said to me growing up wasn't right, but I know that I was a mouthy teenager and I thought I knew everything. And I know that you love me, so I forgive you. And he cried. And it was the only time I saw that man show any weakness. And now we're the best of friends. But the damage remains. I'm fucked up, you know. And when I get to the job site, I don't have the confidence around alpha males. You know. If I'm doing a job and someone's like, why'd you do it that way? It's like I'm hearing my stepfather all over again, which is probably why I can't keep a job because they smell weakness, right? The alpha male smells the weakness and they know a pussy is on their job site. See, I, I got two modes. I'm, <laughs> I'm not actually a pussy. I'm, I'm either passive or I'm a psychopath. So... I'll show up in your driveway with a crowbar. <laughs> I'll put something illegal in your mailbox and call the RCMP. I'm not well. I have major psychotic hatred. I have a list of people. If anything goes wrong with me, if anything terminal happens with me, if anything, ha you come near my family, I have a list of things that I'm going to do. That's not healthy. <laughs> that's thinking the world's out to get me, and that's not actually real. So I'm capable of reason. I know logically when I'm calm and when I feel good and when people around me are positive that, that, that I'm not healthy. And that's not a healthy way to think. And so the therapist, uh, sorry, the counselor, because I can't afford a therapist, is helping me through that. But there's a lot more. There's uh, suicidal thoughts. There's the feeling that the world is actually ending. There's a lot of paranoia. There is some resentment towards successful people and women. Women because I've had my heart broken. 
because I was naive. I went in thinking that everybody was my best friend and the world was made of cotton candy and fucking rainbows. <laughs> it's not women's fault. You know, I, I was in the friend zone, but I didn't know it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how the game was played. I don't like games. I wish people were completely honest. <sighs> I guess that's why I like my buddy Mark Splood, you know? He's in, yeah, very rarely lied to me. Yeah, I like honest people. Anyway, so that's session one of my therapy. I'll be telling you all about it as it goes along, just for your listening pleasure. But for now, let's have some fun. I uh, talked to these two guys as, when they were down to do the Comedy for the Pause show. Uh, they were on the show with me and Scott Belford, and we had a blast together. And this is my conversation with Martin, Petey Boy Edwards, and Travis Lindsay. Enjoy. I'm Travis Lindsay, and Birchwood Podcast is brought to you by the Splutcast and the Boys Club. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Mark Splood, and I am the host of the Splutcast. But you know, you should probably know that already, shouldn't you? You don't know what I'm talking about, right? Everyone listens to my show. What's the point of even doing a commercial? Well, listen, just in case there's one poor bastard out there who doesn't know about it, it's the best damn podcast in the world, and you can find it every Thursday on iTunes or Podbean or wherever you get your shit. Get my shit. It's called The Splutcast. Check it out. Download it. Sit down on your ass, crack a Dos Equis, fire up your favorite sativa, and driver right the fuck into you. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me, and I'll sue. It's really sad that it's not. Hey, Martin, yeah, Martin Edwards has just joined us. Yeah. We're very excited with an apple. Yeah, Man, I wish my I, I wish this was more of a YouTube thing, because I swear God, the image of you coming in here with an apple, and you got the collar over the polo sweater. You literally look like you're going to be teaching poetry class. Like to a group of students, like you have the look of someone that's yeah. about to, you know, hopefully teaching and not trying to date one of the students yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you know, he takes a bite of his. You apple. know, Shakespeare was the original rapper. <laughs> oh, you did look like uh, what's that Robin Williams movie, Captain My Captain? Oh yeah, yeah. He looks like the Dead, dead Poet Society yeah, yeah. like lead guy. Oh, just Captain dead. My Captain. Yeah, you look like you're about to inspire some people, man. <laughs> Are you doing this or what's going on? <laughs> It's great to see you, man. Yeah, did your brother did your brother tell you I ran into him at the High Life Social Club? Oh, sweet! How was Vinny that? Vinny the Teeth for my listeners. <laughs> uh, Vincent 
uh, Martin's brother has a bit or had a bit about uh, being a guy in prison and needing to establish himself right away so the first guy instead of sucking him off he would bite off his penis and then everyone would call him Vinny the Teeth and so, so from then on I called your brother Vinny the Teeth and I think beyond the point of him liking it at all like I think now he's like okay that's a bit I told a long time ago Stop calling me Vinny the Teeth. That's the look he gives me, although he's too nice to say it. He's got to, like, uh, knock it off with the Shawshank references, maybe. <laughs> I'm, That's, I'm more of a stand-by-me comic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone says to me everywhere I go, Ogden, you got to cut it out with the stand-by-me references. <laughs> no, fuck them. They don't know Today what it's Shawshank, about. so not too bad. Man, it's great to see you, man. I'm glad you came to Chuckles again. This is your yeah. second appearance at Chuckles. Absolutely. Thrilled to be nice. back. Comedy for the pause. Are you excited about raising some money for the SPCA? Yeah, I've got to do my part, you know. Guys, I've been doing this all day, man. I feel like a tap dance would be by far the worst kind of lap dance. <laughs> well, some of you are like, oh, it's 2019, Martin. Don't knock until you try. Oh, you guys are such a laid-back crowd. I love laid-back people. I can't stand uptight people. Some people get way too uptight when you photo about them. I was at a party a while back. This guy in the basement lost it on me. I was like, seriously, man? How many people are gonna see that dick pic? <laughs> and if I photo bomb dressed as a mermaid, that's a good fucking photo, guys. All right, I'm gonna do one more dirty one to get out of here, guys. I hope you guys are cool with that. How about this, masturbation? Should be a lot of fun, shouldn't it? But I think most people are idiots when they masturbate. Because most people don't do anything with the other hand. Me? I like to shake a tambourine. It's a good rhythm, and it scares the dog away. Thanks, everybody. Smart Networks, everybody! Yeah. I can't just eat free apples on my life. <laughs> Gotta save some for the horses. <laughs> Great, I'm glad to have you guys on the podcast. So let's start with you, uh, Travis. Yes, yeah. How, when did you start comedy? Uh, January 20th, 2009. Ten years ago. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in a high school talent show. That's that's how you start. That's the origin story. That's the origin story. Now, I didn't go deep enough in the vault in the Boys Club mm. podcast, which is something that you do with Andrew, Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn, yes. And sometimes, sometimes Dan Hendrickson. It's like A-E-I-O-U mm. and sometimes Dan Hendrickson. He is very much the why. He's, he's the Y factor. And so uh, you started at comedy stand-up in 2009 mm-hmm. at a high school yep. talent show. Yep, a high school talent show. Did you, did you, out of spite? Out of spite. Yeah, I didn't make my high school improv team. And okay. I, and, and I thought it was because I didn't think it was funny. Oh, and you, and, uh, wow. I said, oh, wow, I, I can do this. And I entered and I won, which is the worst thing that can happen for your first set. Yeah, it is, uh, isn't it? Yeah. When you kill right out of the yeah, gate, yeah. you think you're going to kill forever. Yeah. Thankfully, like, I, I definitely didn't think I was going to kill. I, I was like, you know, I was like, okay, this is good. And I was excited. And, you know, every time I would do a set, it was in school. So, like, same audience. So, literally, I'm writing 15 new minutes every time I go up. Yeah. You know, and not really developing material, which right. is what, you know, you learn down the road. Um Sometimes I envy that. I envy that lack of fear. Because, like, now it's, like, to get a new 15 minutes. Yeah. work. A lot of work. And it's, you know... To get a good 15. To get a good 15 minutes. And just the the nerves to take the chances on building a new 15 minutes. 
if, if, if my nerves were better, I probably could do it a little faster. But it's so much of, I got stuff sitting on my phone and sitting on paper for months before I can go, okay. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try, try this. this. Yeah, it's like asking bit. out a girl every single time we have a new fucking joke. It is like asking yeah. out a girl. Yeah. That's such a great analogy. Yeah. Like, what's your drink of choice when it's not beer? Me? What is it? You know what? I'm the troublemaker. Jack and Coke, exactly. And then, like, by the third one, it's just Jack. It's no longer Jack and Coke. It's like, it's just shot Jack. Like, that's fucking, and that's what it is. Because young guys want to drink young guy drinks. And that's where I envy women, because you have nice tasting drinks. Young guy drinks taste like fucking gasoline. And they're nothing, nothing ever good comes out of them. You end up in, like, a drunk tank at the end of the night. And women drink, young women drinks are so nice and fruity and, you know, fun name sex on the beach and fuzzy duck and angel titty. Like, I want to. I'm gonna suck on a couple angel titties. I want that one, that shit too, and I can't get that shit. No, I gotta do stuff like liquid cocaine and fucking mountain bear fuckers. Like, it's too hardcore. I had a buddy one time to me, he's like, hey man, you wanna do a JFK? And I was like, what's a JFK? And he said, like, oh, it's two shots in the back of a convertible. I'm like, no, I don't wanna do that fucking horrible laughing drink. So now you're, um, okay, so you're 10 years in. Yeah. This is your 10-year anniversary. anniversary. And didn't you just tape uh, an album? Uh, yeah, I recorded an album uh, just just back in November. It was supposed to be out in February. Uh, there's some editing stuff that I got to get fixed. And wasn't that album called I Hate Birchwood Podcast? And yeah, everything was, to do yeah, with Shane yeah, Ogden? Yeah. I felt uh-huh. that was very pointed at me. I I couldn't help but take it personally. No, it was what very was subtle. It? It was what was what was it? What was it actually called? Uh, the kid is all right. The kid yeah, is all right. Yeah, all right. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. and a uh, good turnout. Yeah, great turnout. And two one take, two two did, takes, did, did two tapings. Yeah. Did which which did you pull more from, the first or the second show? Um, definitely the first one. The first one, I felt like I, I nailed it. Just killed it. And uh, and I was like, now I can have fun, which is what those parts of the second one I definitely like more because the nerves aren't there. Right. I know I got it. So now let's have some, and have I ended up doing different shit on the second show than I did the early show. Right. Which was cool. And did you? Where did you release it? How do people um, find it? It'll be on Spotify and Google Play and iTunes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, hopefully within the next month. I've been saying this for a while now, but I finally got. Do you have a website or any a landing page? Do you have a Facebook? No, page I got a Facebook page. Got, okay. What do you Charles call Lindsay comedian page? And, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's you and I did that the same. Yeah. I, I chose to do Shane Ogden comedian. Yeah. And I don't know why I chose that. And I still get strangers adding me as a friend. Like, <laughs> what more am I going to say? I don't want to be your friend after the show. Yeah. Thank you for laughing. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's weird how websites are now. They're just landing pages. It just yeah. takes you to Twitter or YouTube. Yeah. You know, it doesn't do anything. It's yeah. just to yeah, sort of... It's a of, link to a link. Yeah, a link to a link. <laughs> Remember when, uh, like, back, back, you know, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, websites used to be where you watched the clunky videos yeah. and, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This, a good E-bombs world video. With yeah, yeah. Classroom, gather around. Back in the day. I, by the way, 14-year-old girls I, I was just down scratching around your backyard in Halifax. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a time I had. I got to see uh, Andrew Vaughn uh, do his little warm-up set before yeah. his big headlining weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to hang out with uh, Catherine Robertson and um, met, met a kid named Andrew Wiley. I, mm-hmm. I went to your uh, High Life Social Club. That yeah, was interesting. High, life, high Life's an interesting room. Oh, my God. What's that guy's name, the guy that Rick runs McGray. it? Rick McGray. Rick McGray. He's really it. nice, man. Rick's He's a sweetheart. Really nice. I, uh, I ran the room for him, and when I stepped back, I gave it to Rick. Rick had been there. Longer than me, just helping out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I like weed rooms, man. 
They're they're very. I don't like them to try new stuff. I like them when I'm riffing. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it seems whenever I riffed, they loved it. Yeah. And then when I went into prepared material, they're just they acted like I was like standing beside their bed when they trying to sleep. They're yeah. just like very uncomfortable. Like, yeah. And I was like, now they're focusing and listening. Yeah. It's more conversational. It's more of a lecture. Yeah. And I walked out of there thinking maybe I am shit. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe this isn't for me after 20 years. Yeah. No, that's a lot. But a lot of times, like sometimes you do a set in the weed room instead silence, and someone comes up to you after and goes, "Oh man, dude, you're hilarious." I know. It's yeah. Like, there's. I do. I saw your face the entire time. It did. There was move. a lot of. And it's like oh, I'm just too high. There's a lot of. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like that. And I never heard that laugh before. <laughs> was it a laugh? Yeah. I don't know. No, but uh, yeah, no, I. I don't think it's my favorite. I would do it over not doing a show. Yeah. 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 And I like weed, too. Like, I yeah. smoke weed sometimes, but mm-hmm. um, definitely different when it's the audience that's high and not you quite yet. Yeah. But I, I was definitely high by the time I left there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so was that cat in that room. Do you guys know about this cat? No, I've never been in there. When There's a cat there. running around that room, and it does not look... No. It looks like it's riddled with anxiety. Yeah, yeah. It is literally darting back and forth, like... And it, do, it looks like it's, like, yeah. looking at the shadow of itself on the wall and then, like, playing with the mic cord. And, like, it's just scattered all the time. And I, I started to feel like maybe the adult in me was coming out. I was like, I, yeah. I think we got to get this cat some fresh scattered. air. Like, yeah, this yeah. is a sentient being yeah. here, guys. But uh, A guy almost died. He, like, passed out when I was there. When I was hosting. Me and Dan were on stage. Oh, really? Me and Dan were on stage. And I'm, like, in the middle of my filthiest goddamn joke. And, like, all of a sudden, I, I catch on that people's heads are completely turned looking this way. And Dan has stopped even reacting because we'd be on stage at the same time. Yeah. And I look over, and, like, this old woman is, like, trying to revive her husband. And she goes, stay with me. Stay with me. Oh, he's knocked the fuck he's out. He's knocked the fuck out. Wow. And, like, and then finally he goes, like, he came to. And, like, you all right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. And then, like, they just got up and left. Like, an ambulance should have been called, but, like. <laughs> oh, well. Really fun. I love your guys' podcast. It's fun to watch. It's fun to listen to. Yeah, boys, boys, boys. But you guys are like a little more, like you guys talk about what's happening in the world too. Yeah, it's not yeah, just what's happening like, in your backyard, but also like. Yeah, we like to, you know, just have, like. You talk about movies you saw. Or, movies, so yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's very much a drunk conversation between two people. Who got nothing you guys drink a lot. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew drinks more than me, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you think yeah, that's going to be a problem? Do you think Boys Club is going to be like unlistenable in ten years, and people like just puking and God, no, I don't recycling know the bottles bad. clinking together. Because I'll, I, ta- I take, <laughs> you know, I could take up to a week off after, you know, it could be the next Tuesday when I drink again. Right, right. That's Andrew, right. it's the next night. Andrew's he's, drinking. He's eh? back on it again. He's, yeah. Uh, but I th- to be drunk. fair to Andrew, he's a big boy. I think it'd take a lot to get him drunk. Oh, yeah. He's got that Andre the Giant thing going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got the Andre the Giant gene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard his weekend was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was their Friday. And, and you do a guest it. spot? Yeah, yeah. You? Yeah, it was great. And this guy killed it. He was middling. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoy your comedy, Martin. Right now, I really do. <laughs> That's the point, he says. <laughs> I'm going to talk when I stop enjoying this apple. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for him to enjoy this apple. I might as well keep interviewing you because, you know, a- Apple Man has his 
That's his. He needs uh, that energy. Apple yeah. Man more, is also more. known as Petey Boy. Yeah, Petey. They call him Petey Boy. Petey Boy. Yeah, it's his little. Like, I like you're like, eating away from like it's really gonna pick it up that much. <laughs> your apple crunch. He's being respectful unnecessarily. <laughs> oh, polite to a fault, Petey Boy. <laughs> And then we moved the Sniggly Wigglies, which is downstairs. You do that just to fuck with outsiders, period, point blank, don't you? The shitty name Absolutely. is just following that place? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to go to Sniggly Wigglies. It's paper. You know I don't, what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I record my album there, and I, I don't say it. You don't say it in the <laughs> album? I saying Sniggly. Recorded live at Sniggly yeah, Wigglies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't say <laughs> Sniggly Wigglies. I say Gwigsies. But I can't say SS either, so like that's... Yeah, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> Let me know when you're done that apple there, and I'll, I'll do an interview with you. <laughs> he brings an apple to an interview. There's a whole bowl. <laughs> That's the Hampton Inn, baby. That's a good clip, though. That's a good clip because Ain't no doctor's welcome. I, I listen to the whole podcast again, and then mm-hmm. I'll take a clip like that out and put it at the beginning of the segment. And that way it kind of pops. It's like when we were all laughing, like yeah. a moment. That's a good moment with you and the bull. Yeah. Going to be juggling soon. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you had good moments with bulls? Oh, why am I not, man? Yeah? <laughs> they call me ball boy. Bull boy. <laughs> Going to finish one off tonight. <laughs> nice. Do you like, do you like the, uh, the grassy treats? No? Got to, man. It's no rhubarb. Well, come on now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So I can tell you're a serious individual, Martin. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, always dead serious. Mm-hmm. Deadpan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fucking around. I, I think I could probably interview you for four days and not know who the fuck you are. Is that? <laughs> am I getting the right sense from you? <laughs> yeah, I guess I never really get deep. I just say, like, just like a ridiculous shit off the top of my head Yeah, most of the time. But uh, sometimes that can be uh, revealing. Also, I can't pin an age on you. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Oh, let's take a guess. Well, now, are you 30? Oh, yeah. Did I nail it? Mm-hmm. Uh, above 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. You'd rather just go with 30. Oh, man, 35, staying alive, you know what I mean? Yeah, right on. Yeah. you got way more hair than I do. How'd you do that? <laughs> oh, very carefully. Uh, you might notice that I have this, like, weird, like, goop on it, because, like, you know, like, uh, you know, a white person, the ch- seasons change, all of a sudden your head's like, what the fuck, and it gets all flaky. I'm glad that we're not being filmed right now. Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. I, I'm kind of disappointed because I, I, w- I would not perceive you that way. I think you're a fine-looking gentleman. I think you, like I said, you could teach a poetry class right now. I just went to, to uh, Sobeys to get some ointment. Bragger. And when, I got, <laughs> and when I got back, it was like white ointment. I thought it was going to be clear. I was like, oh, I'm going to be hanging out in the hotel with Travis and my face is going to be all shiny. No, I just have white pasty <laughs> cream. I just got to put it on my nose and the back of my ears, too. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Oh man, yeah, that's weird. I, I, he's worried about what he looks like in front of me when I do a podcast with Vaughn every Tuesday. <laughs> oh my god! And I got to stare at that for two to four hours a week. So, so you're there in the room when these podcasts are happening, but you don't say a word. Uh, I was a guest on one yeah, a few weeks yeah, ago. You know, I was yeah, like, oh, I didn't watch a Netflix documentary. So I'm going you, to a boys' club uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, what have I done? So you're going to a boys' club podcast, but you're not one of the boys. Like they're the hosts. He's one of the titty sling buddies. Oh, titty yeah. sling buddies. It's like, <laughs> is this like uh, DMX's uh, Rough Riders? Like he's a junior mafia kind of a to. to yeah, he, you're him, the biggie. Him he's and, junior mafia. Him and Big Cat. Him and Vaughn got their own little side group. Separate from the boys' club, he's an honorary boys' club member. Wow. But the titties, like, like a boys' but the club. Titties, buddies are like always solid together. Yeah. But the boys' club, you know, I've got Dan, so the boys' club is just always. Oh, in you disarray. mean the Dan? You mean the Dan yeah. crew? Oh. <laughs> well, let's break it up with some facts. 
So when did you start stand-up, uh, Martin? I started February of 2014, a little over five years ago. Wow. Pretty yeah. impressive. You're only five years in, and you're already decent to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Like, I, I really you. enjoy your stand-up. Hey, right on, right on. You, you, uh, you play it off like a seasoned pro. Looks good. Oh, thanks, pal. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, grinding it out on those open mics so you can possibly sound natural on a pro show. And man, those <laughs> Halifax open mics, I just did some. That, that, that is grinding. Yeah, it was pretty tricky. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not gonna give like you, a... I'm not going to give you the illusion that St. John is any better. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying those open mics, man, they're, you know, 13 people or yeah, something yeah, if you're lucky. And yeah. You know yeah, it's good, like, uh, you know, five years into doing open mics, like, uh, you can finally go, like, uh, like, oh, man, it's like, you know, like, you know, a big crowd of chatty-ass people. Oh, like, you know, I'm you know, shaking with nerves right now. And then after a while, you're just like, I'm going to show these chatty-ass fuckers. Like, you know, not that you're going to, like, you know, storm the show, but you're like, I'll get one good laugh. I'll get one good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Screw these chatty-ass people. Yeah. And you do it. Yeah. And it feels good. Mm-hmm. A so, little bit. Guinness now, helps a lot. Now, are you doing stand-up because your brother did? Or why did why did you, why are you doing stand-up? I started. Do you I not even know your brother? Because I feel like you guys don't even know each other when I speak to you. I'm like, hey, I was just talking to uh, about Martin. Like I just, and he's just like, anyway, they don't, they don't even have the same last names. Edwards and Alexander. <laughs> secret murderers. Oh yeah. Um. It is the strangest secret I, in comedy. He, he started, uh, like, maybe... I only started a few months before he did. I think okay. he started in May, and I started in February, so it's like, basically, we started at the same time. You guys weren't so in, even in the same too. city. <laughs> but he was in St. John, or Fredericton, yeah, like, Fredericton, yeah, Fredericton, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were in Halifax this whole time. So, like, you guys were not even in the same city for a long time. Yeah, I think um, he moved to Halifax a year and a half ago. Yeah, because by way of, I think, Thunder Bay. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he live in Thunder Bay, Ontario for maybe a year or two? A year, and a comedy club opened there like six months, six weeks after he moved there. Like, I was like, oh, man, you're never going to do stand-up now. You're in th- Thunder fucking Bay. And then just like, hey, man, this is a Crickets comedy club, open. and there's not a lot of like, comedy here. Was it here, Crickets? So I'm ho- yeah, and I'm hosting every weekend because there's barely any comics in Thunder Bay. That's awesome. So, yeah, I noticed that Vinny got pretty sharp. I mean, I can't really judge him on his... Uh, High Life Social Club set. Oh yeah, it's a tricky room for sure. But yeah, but, he's got but lots I could of new see he when he was doing the material, I could see that he was. Yeah, you know, it was good. Um, he looked confident. So, um, do you guys do ever do a show together? Is it weird? Uh, we do a lot of open mics together. Yeah, he's uh, basically on like you know Gus's every uh, week or second week. But nobody knows. Other than us, like the comics, I feel like nobody most really people knows. can tell. Like uh, Dan really? asked asked me a few weeks ago, he's just like, "Oh, so who's older, you or Vince?" I'm like, "Vince." He's like, "By how many minutes?" Like, <laughs> some people are like, "Oh, you guys are completely different," and other people are just like, "Oh, you have the exact same voice, I think mannerisms." Com- no, everything. no, not at all. I don't see it at all. The only thing I see are some vague, like your eyes are similar. Yeah. But, like, I had to look for similarity because... Do we both have bouncy walk, Travis? If you watch them interact, you definitely don't. Vinny's higher pitch. You've you're, you're got the bass in your voice. I find Vinny's higher oh, pitch. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and even his style and the way of speaking, I think, is much different. 
but that's just me. That's for, and I don't see you guys that much. So maybe like you say, if I was down there, yeah, I'd yeah, notice. Yeah, right? if you watch them interact, you're like, oh, he sounds he sounds smoother, voice. quick, quicker talking. I fumble my words like an idiot, so I really got to work on that. We, Vince is a a lot, a lot more flow to him than I do. <laughs> you guys gotta you guys gotta unify your last name. Oh yeah, you gotta maybe change your last name just to compromise. Alex Edward. No, <laughs> what, what what could the last name be? It has to have many syllables, and and then it could be like you know the Korkowski brothers or something. And you, uh, you guys yeah, could yeah, wear yeah. like top hats, and your posters could be like a circus. You know what I mean? <laughs> this those is, two brothers that killed their parents. The Menendez. Oh, Menendez. The Menendez. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we made many jokes. Bring back the Menendez the name. Yeah. yeah. Kill everywhere you go. Yeah, Martin and Vince Menendez. <laughs> yeah. You guys look like. A oh of man. And you could just tell people, yeah, we're that Menendez brothers. Like, yeah. we killed our parents, we did our time, and now we're out to kill <laughs> we again. And, and we but this time it's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody ever says Hoban, we gotta like do the thing where like where you yeah. take two fingers, point them towards your own eyes, and then point those same two fingers towards like your new opponent's eyes. <laughs> Why? Because Hoban's a wrestler or something? Uh, no, it's his real last name. Yeah. Why do you do the eye thing though? You lost me. Oh, just to just to provide that Sydney Mines intimidation, you know? Okay, all right. <laughs> no, just like uh, Hoban was like a weird thing because the last name Tobin is very popular in Cape Breton. So people will be like, oh, like your last name is Tobin? No, Hoban. And people will be like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> are you also sure? grew up in the 80s, so everyone's like, oh, is your last name Hogan? You know, my dad was a hockey coach. He's got trophies that say thanks for another great year of coaching the team. Oh, the Mr. Stories. Hogan. Like, they won the championships. He was the coach. But could you, still, could you spell the five-letter name right? No, of course not. So it's just like a name that's constantly misspelled. Five letters constantly mispronounced. So, like, uh, wow. Yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. And also, I used, to, I used to play in bands, so I thought, like, ooh, Martin Edwards, that sounds like a bookish Keith Richards. I'm going to use that. That sounds cool, yeah. Because, of course, my middle name is Edwards, so... I'm so is your, yeah. is your first name even Martin? Yeah. It is, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Edwards was something that you decided, I'm going to yeah, do I'm that. Yeah, I'm going to throw the ass on the middle name yeah. sound right I cool. do like it. I think it does sound I was sound doing good. the middle name thing before it was a Facebook thing, you know, yeah. so I'm, like, almost even more lame because of that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say almost cool there. But. I like it. I, I respect it. I, I'll I'll continue to call you Edwards for the remainder of your of your life. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Are right. you into that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Like, no, no, not your birth certificate. Like, oh yeah. You know why? Why die on that hill? Don't Jordan Peterson me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a name. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I, I I like listening to him, but I don't always agree with what he says. Oh yeah, he's right out to lunch for a lot of things. Yeah, what what are your favorite pod? Do you guys pot listen to podcasts? Not so much anymore. Just cause no. I do one and because you're busy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's hard to sit down and listen to something for two. I get the highlights. Yeah. I'll check out highlights of Joe Rogan and stuff, or some you know, if I see like someone I'm interested in, listen to all. Yeah. I'll I can't stop there. listening to Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's hilarious. I can listen to I listen to clips of him all the time. <laughs> and just the way he describes stuff. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, he's great. But getting back to Martin just for a second, you um, have been doing comedy for five years. What were you before comedy? Uh, I used to play in bands. I thought I was going to be a rock star. That's why I got to keep keep the hair going, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You, you, it, it, your hair is a bit longer than a lot of guys, but it's still not as long as maybe a modern-day rock star. You're not like an 80s rock star. You don't have it down yeah, to the center of your like back. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, hanging on to like, oh, yeah. man, the next Metallica album is going to be killer. I know it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just like so what kind, of, what kind of music did you play? Uh, rock music? Um, 
Um, I, I, I think when I played, like, uh, I w if I had, like, a, an audience that was more of, like, an indie audience, they would be like, oh, this is a punk band. If I had, a, like, a punk audience, they'd be like, that's an indie band. You know what I mean? So, so You belong to both camps. Yeah, I like, like, the Ramones, the Buzzcocks. I like uh, Oasis, Stone Roses, Beatles, Stones, Kinks, who kind of stuff like that. All stuff that's, you know, decades ago and no one gives a fuck about it anymore. Right, right. But uh, I just try to play catchy verse, chorus, verse songs, you know what I mean, and just... Mm -hmm. uh, but you've yeah, heard the saying "old up. is new again," right? Oh, that'd be cool. You know, like that's that, and that is true. Like things come back. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you notice right now, but a lot of girls have the mom jeans on that go up yeah. above their belly button. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? We worked so hard to get those pants so low. Now they're up again. Kind of like it. Which is well, it's good for me because I'm an old guy and I shouldn't be looking at anyone who wears pants like that, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's not good for the young guys. But were they like, like mom jeans until a couple of years ago? Like we are from the generation, like we grew up like going like, oh man, the Zeller's jeans look goddamn ridiculous. But then there was, I feel like there was so long where people just didn't see those. Yeah, but now they... younger people are like, oh, I, I, don't, I didn't grow up seeing those. So that looks different and cool and interesting. Also, but if you grew up with it looking super lame, you'd be like, what's everybody doing? I don't understand. Also, MILF is like one of the biggest porn categories. Not so, not bigger than cousin fucking though. Incest porn is mom. number one right now. I keep hearing that over and over again. And in this way, and in this way only, I think New Brunswick was ahead of its time because mm -hmm. there's a lot of cousin fucking. It's like the boys' club. Here. We're talking about the things going on in the world right now. I don't think everybody wants to. I mean, maybe yeah. that's what they, they just have to. They ha maybe they feel they have to. They're compelled to fuck. You want to be cool, don't you? <laughs> So, well, don't, I don't think that Nova Scotia's... Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell myself that I'm wrong right now. Nova Scotia is different than New Brunswick, isn't it? Like, oh, there's 100%. something different about it. 100%. Like, if you're down in, like, I don't know, White Point or in Yarmouth or wherever yeah. in Nova Scotia, Lunenburg, it's yeah. much different than St. John, Fredericton, Moncton. Yeah. What is it about New Brunswick, do you think, that makes it so goddamn boring? Um, like the people here seem stiff, don't they? In Nova Scotia, bit, it seems yeah, like yeah. a I guy could like smoke a pack of camels yeah. and fix a carburetor, and here it just sounds like we take it to the shop. I feel like yeah. uh, there's way more like hipsters in Nova Scotia, and way more people who are into metal in like New Brunswick. When I go to like play a show in New Brunswick, and I'm just like I see a bunch of like you know Slayer T-shirts. I'm just like, oh, that's like you know like a, you know douchey, you know uh, you know hipster uptight people in like you know Halifax. I wish there was. You know, a little bit more of a mix, you know? That's how you feel, the difference is. What do you think the difference is, Travis? I don't I don't think you guys know what the fuck you are. We don't. That's that. We have an identity crisis yeah. in New Brunswick. Like, Moncton is trying to be, like, hip <laughs> modern goddamn... And I'm there May 4th, and I can't wait. Hell Moncton? Basement. I feel weird in Moncton. You know, I, like, they're trying to be like, look at our casino. Look, we're bringing in Dane Cook and Kent. We're a city city. Yeah, and yeah. Hub City, up, they call uptown themselves. Uptown St. John's, like, look, we're just like Halifax. We got we got a nightlife and fucking fiddles playing. <laughs> and then, you know, and then Fredericton, Fredericton just stinks. It's it's a university town. Yeah. And everyone, and everyone in university doesn't know who the fuck they are. Yeah. So you have a bunch of people who don't know where they are in a place where they don't know where they are. It's just... It's a strange, and then yeah, no and then Saint John is its own animal. Yeah, absolutely. Saint John is unique in that, and it's mm -hmm. much different than Fredericton, which is much different than Moncton. Mm -hmm. There's no similarity, right? But I think Nova Scotia is like that in the sense that Halifax is kind of the, the the main center, and then everything else is just kind of 
everything else is around it. Yeah. And, you know, everyone, like, even though I live, you know, in Sackville and I'm 20 minutes outside the city, I, when people ask, where are you from? I'm from Halifax. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not where here's. I don't. I don't bother explaining public landing. I just say yeah. St. John. Yeah, yeah was, same same know, thing. St. John. Yeah. And, you know. But you know, I have a, a different thing where like. Okay, uh, Martin. Um, uh, being from like. I mean, you did eat an apple, so you're obviously smarter than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Does body good. I uh, I feel like I've always known who I am. I just don't know where I'm going or what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Like uh, you know, going from like you know Cape Breton to Halifax, I'm just like, man, everyone is kind of like you know a bit stiff here. Like what uh, you yeah. were, I think you were saying about like New Brunswick people. Yeah. Like uh, I'm like oh, everyone's a bit stiff. Like I'm looking for the people who are like laid back and you know down to earth and you know like to laugh a lot. But I'm trying to like you know get into the music scene. So, of course, I'm just not catching on and I'm meeting all these, like, you know, pretentious, uptight people who take themselves way too seriously. And it took me years to realize, like, oh, I'm not looking for, like, cool, laid-back musicians. I'm just Cape Bretoner looking for other Cape Bretoner and, and there's they're not here. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. So, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yet I didn't have anything to add to it. I just, you so adamantly chewed the apple away from... The, the recording <laughs> and then started pounding your fist <laughs> fucking New Brunswick speech li- inches away but, from it but it's, it's the, the only effort. way I could get a point it's the effort that I appreciate you know the comedy like, is very yeah. aggressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have to punch the table to I make feel, my point it's three places like, Saint, like specifically St. John Moncton Fredericton they all want to be the Halifax in New Brunswick yeah it's almost and like they they're competing and one something. of them and a couple you gotta just be Darthmas sometimes yeah, you gotta be Dartmouth. I think St. John accepts that it is Dartmouth. In fact, on a scientific level, I believe St. John is Dartmouth. And I think if you measured it with beakers and like, you know, did a scientific study, I'm pretty sure it's the same place. Yeah, there's some Dartmouth. Yeah, yeah, not as diverse, but yeah, but certainly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if you if you go to Milledgeville, the okay. area by the university yeah. is quite diverse. Is it? Yes, but I think diverse like one specific. Hmm. Okay, a lot of Chinese, a lot of Korean, a lot of um, Asian culture around okay. the university. Okay. Yeah. But also, like, straight-up Somalians, you know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I think what happened was St. John was like, we have to tackle diversity. We have to mm-hmm. be more diverse. And then they just put them all in one part of town. It's like, ah, that's not really diversity. <laughs> that's kind of what our grandfathers did. That's not a good move. So, um, yeah, that's, that's about as diverse as St. John gets. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really go to the... Like, I went to Halifax, and I noticed, hey, I'm probably one of only 11 white people on this street at this time. Mm-hmm. So I did notice that, but I'm not, I don't, like, think about St. John as being lacking in mm-hmm. diversity, but... Do you ever do you come to St. John and go? This place is so white. Do you, do you think about oh, it? Oh, fair. You think about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not even think about it. Like I, you know, and I don't even, I don't even really know anymore because it's just I've been here enough where. I, you know. Yeah. St. John is St. John. Yeah, but when I when I see someone, who is you know close to my town or you know, of yeah. any other race that's not working Thai Express. <laughs> I, I get a little excited. I go, oh shit! Like, I, are you coming to the show? Like, I, <laughs> Martin gets equally excited, and it's weird because yeah, he's yeah. white. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, points at the yeah, first brown yeah. person he sees, and he goes, "Oh shit, you come to the show!" <laughs> and they're just like, "Yes." Uh, well, he's dressed like a teacher, and he knows those people need the most help. <laughs> he's a hardcore racist. That's why he changed his name. I, dude, I found out 
quite a bit later in life that my grandfather may have been involved in the clan, and I'm not even kidding about mm -hmm. that. Because when I was a kid, you know St. Martin's? You know that area in New mm -hmm. Brunswick? Mm -hmm. My grandfather had a farmhouse yeah. by a lake in St. Martin's. Mm -hmm. It made no sense because that was a spot that he went fishing, right? Yeah. And he would take me and my cousin, Philip. Yeah. And on the way to this farmhouse, it was at night, and I swear I saw people in white mm -hmm. cloaks, whatever, yeah. and something burning. Mm -hmm. You got to understand, I was maybe five years old, mm -hmm. or something. So I don't know if that's a dream I mm -hmm. had, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised that I saw the clam when I was a kid. I wouldn't be surprised. Now I'm only 42. Yeah. So it's possible that I just dreamt that up or mm -hmm. saw a bad movie yeah. or yeah. or something like that. But old ghost. Scary. Yeah. And but my my grandfather, who was a piece of shit mm -hmm. and, and died and I wasn't sad at all. Mm -hmm. He told he literally told me if you marry a French girl or a black girl, you're out of the will. <laughs> So the rest of the time, I was looking for a French girl and a black girl to yeah. spite him. Yeah, yeah. There, there was no... Yeah. French girls were all the way in Moncton. I didn't yeah, have a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the black story, right? Yeah, no. There's no black people here. Oh, yeah. You said yeah. it yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but man, if I could have dated yeah. a black French girl, I would have. Yeah. But, I, but it's weird what you remember from childhood. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any memories from childhood that are, that are like, uh, you know... Maybe you see it differently now that you're adults. That's a typical question. I'm yeah, surprised you don't yeah, have that right on the yeah, Rolodex. Like, like <laughs> I think anything that was suspect when I was a kid, I was like, this feels weird. Yeah, I was pretty. It was hard to get shit by me as a kid. I could tell people bullshit, or you know, like this is fucked up. Like, <laughs> I and I would say this is not right. You had that I, sense. Yes, I was an odd. I, I wanted to be forty when I was five. Like, I wanted to be, like, even when we went out to dinner, it'd be like, you know, oh, what is what does he want? And then be like, okay, he wants the hamburger meal. Oh, does he want french fries? And I go, ma'am, I would have a Caesar salad, please. And, she's like, and she would laugh. <laughs> and I go, no, no, Caesar salad, please. Yeah, uh, dress it on the side. What like, do you think made you a little adult? Um, I was raised in a house with three women of three different generations. It's... You know, so I, yeah, I had my mom who was born in 69, I had my grandmother who was born in 49, I had my great-grandmother who was born in 28. You know, and you pick up all that little stuff here and there. So that combination makes yeah. a child an adult, for some reason, the way that they yeah. raised you yeah, they, in a they, house they, of they women. each handle it differently. Right. My mom was more of a friend. My grandmother was more of a maternal. And then my great-grandmother would tell me all the shit that she went through. You know? I understand from listening to the boy, boys' club, from what I can tell, your grandmother, you were very close to her, or are very close yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still alive? Yeah, 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 she's still kidding. And she's like your, your best buddy. Like yeah, your, yeah, for sure, yeah, definitely one of my best friends, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, she's, uh, she's best, very supportive. Yeah. This is never, she's never given me shit over wanting to pursue this. And... I mean, rightfully so. I mean, she could give you shit because you could end up like Martin. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like if I started with music, and it's like, well, you fuck that up. <laughs> but you are, in my mind, quite successful. 
Especially for where you are. For living here, yeah. We're living here, it's pretty good. I think you're probably... If you're not the most sought-after comedian locally, then you're at least part of that conversation. Like, I think that you're one of the top local acts. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I say local, I hate that word mm -hmm. because it sort of implies some sort of downgrade. Mm -hmm. But it's just location-based, yeah. strictly oh, what I'm talking yeah, about. Absolutely. I think you would do well in a big city. Are you, are you yeah. thinking about um, taking the next quote-unquote step? Yeah, I think about moving back all the time to Toronto. But what's to stop you from just touring and still living here? I mean, and with, that's, with, with that's social media, idea. like, why do we even need to think about yeah. it? Like, there's this old kind of, when I was coming up, mm. there's this old feeling like, I got to go to the big city, yeah. Hollywood North. Yeah. I'm going to make it, you see? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I got my knapsack. I got my $50 my grandmother gave me for my birthday. I'm going to hit the city. I'm going to be something someday. I'm going to be very self-conscious self about the way I say awesome. <laughs> And then you get there and you live in a closet, some piss stained mattress, and like you you owe them, you give them the fifty dollars and you owe them twenty five for the rest of the rent. <laughs> That's that was my experience, man. I, I lived in my truck in Calgary yeah. when I was doing stand up. Like not a lot of people know. I was actually homeless for a short period of time. Um but you have everything you need in Halifax. Yeah. Like you have your grandmother, yeah. you have yeah, my friends you can travel. Do yeah. you go to Ottawa sometimes? No. Or Montreal? I've been to Ontario in a while. I've never performed in Montreal. Never performed in Montreal. I think it'd be a very easy thing to do. Like, I was thinking about doing this, I guess, like, not no, so much, uh, I guess, it, it, you know, sort of the same thing would apply, but um, with the comedy nest in Montreal, but also absolute comedy in uh, Ontario, mm -hmm. like, I guess the guy is always there on a Sunday. Okay. So if you went on a Sunday, yeah. which is like, God, it's a bitch of a drive up there. But yeah. if you did, like, call them up, say, book a guest spot yeah, yeah. and audition, yeah. like, I think you would definitely do well. Yeah. And he'd be able to book yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I want to do at some yeah. point. <laughs> I have this list that never gets done. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's what I'm doing then when I'm never. I'm never doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it out loud that I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do you have things like that in your life, Martin? You're like, I I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. And you're just like, God, why isn't it done yet? You're... Uh, I feel like I can never say things like uh, out loud or that's going to jinx it for sure, you know? Okay, cool. Yeah. You play it that way. I yeah. like that. Yeah, you're just like, I'm going to hang back. I got all these things busting in my head, but I'm not going <laughs> to say it until I do it. I think like the, you were talking about like, oh, do you guys remember like, you know, weird stuff from like, you know, your childhood? Like, uh, there's things I remember and I'm just like, oh, like, that's why, like, you know, I'm, I'm very, like, you know, work hard on, you know, keeping, you know, the, the friendships I have. And, um, you know, it's like, oh, this is why I, I trust no one and stuff. Um, I remember <laughs> once when I was a kid, we were walking home from school, and there was two other boys who I was walking home with, and they were like, oh, let's get break sticks off the tree and go hit these girls in the legs with the sticks. And, <laughs> and they were like, don't do that. That's a horrible, horrible <laughs> thing to do. Let's not do this. Like, you know what I mean? Talking to girls, that would be awesome. You yeah. I mean? And they went over, and they hit the girls with the, with the sticks, and I was like, no, stop, 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 stop doing that. And... Um, I guess like I, you know the you know the the parents of you know the girls called the school and said like oh um, you know on their walk home, uh, you know um, uh, you know boys were hitting them with sticks and she said like you know who it was and when they both called like you know like the houses of like you know who these guys were supposed to be my friends, they both went 
uh, like Tyler goes, that was Marty. Matthew goes, that was Marty. And they all pinned it on me, and we had to get parents and everybody in a principal's office all at once for them to finally fess up and go like, and the, and the girls going, no, Marty was the one saying, like, you know, don't do that, not cool, stop, stop, stop. And uh, they all threw me under the bus for it. And I'm just like, sometimes I just remember little things like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why, like, yeah, I don't say things out loud, and I don't trust anybody, and nothing's going to work out. And, <laughs> I don't I mean? blame you at that's all. That's why I manifested Petey Boy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because he's happy-go-lucky, you know? Like, uh, he's, uh, you know, if, like, the economic depression never happened to Sydney Mines, you know, I'd be Petey Boy and not Martin Edwards, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great story, man. And it shows a lot about you. You know, you were the you were the kid that didn't want to beat girls with sticks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of I course, that that's a sure. that's a pretty cool person. Doesn't yeah. want to beat girls with, and those other assholes just it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a reflection of how it is when you're in society. You know, people, and I, I know this from business. I mean, you think that just walking around is bad, dealing with assholes. Try and like pull off something like Chuckles Comedy Club mm-hmm. where everyone's like, you know, if you, you know, my, I need uh, some tickets for a silent auction or I want this or I want, you know, they, we had a radio station like, give us $500 worth of merchandise and we'll mention you on the radio and like, just all these people that are like, just soul sucking, mm-hmm. just awful, awful yes. and, you, and you just kind of got to, you know, put the, put the blinders, put the horse blinders on and just look straight ahead at the, what you're trying to do rather than, because there's so many assholes out there, man. You know, that's why I had to like sort of recalibrate myself and kind of try to change the way I thought about how I was going to live my life. Because every time I wanted to fight, like I'm bad for mm-hmm. Facebook comments. I can't even get involved, and I have been lately. It's a weakness that I have. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, I'm a crack addict. Yeah. And there's so much crack around me all the time. And I just always want to offer my opinion. Yeah. My opinion is not necessary. It is not constructive. There's nothing that I'm going to say on Facebook that's going to change anything. Yeah, no one it's not going to change anyone's mind. Yeah. It's going to make everyone angry. I'm going to get trolled. Mm-hmm. People are going to come after me. Everything is bad about it. And I'm like, mm, the I feel- pipeline is bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, no. No, here we go. <laughs> I feel like I, I lucked out with, like, I'm not sure if it's, like, a Martin thing or a Cape Breton thing or a Sydney Mines thing. Just, like, every time there's anybody, like, yeah, just going on on Facebook. But my very first thought is just go on with your foolishness. Go on with your foolishness immediately. Just that's like, what, that's what you There's think. so many people you're scrolling through any social media and you just go, oh, what is it now? Go yeah. On. <laughs> 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 I think that was Martin saying that. I think Petey, Petey Boy just kind of took a break there. Martin came out. There's a black woman on her coach watching Maury at fucking four in the afternoon. Now, go on with your food. Yeah. <laughs> Is that going to be the name of your next album, yeah, Travis? Yeah, go on with your foolishness. Go on with your foolishness. Absolutely. So have you uh, got it on the iTunes and everything? No, no, it's not released yet. It's uh, I, I want a joke taken out of it, and the guy never... Gave me an audio. So file. it's still an editing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. But it's going to be released pretty soon. Very soon. And Travis yeah. Lindsay, comedian. That's where they can find all of yeah, your that's stuff. Yeah. Find all the info on that. Your upcoming shows. When that CD is mm. going to be released? I call it a CD, but oh, why do I do that? Yeah, yeah. It's an album. Yeah. yeah. Stop living in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I forget what comedian, whether it was Bill Burr, who it was. They said like you get stuck in the best years of your life. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to me. I still call albums CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know other examples. <laughs> I had others ready, I thought. But then I, I, my brain failed me and I was like, I gotta this make finger sure doesn't I do anything. Record. Your record. 
<laughs> but, yeah. So, and then do you uh, do anything on social media? <laughs> Martin Edwards? Uh, take silly pictures for Instagram. It's usually it's not like a very silly picture. I'm if just people like, are like, oh, I'm gotta, dying to I follow. I got to make this like a, you know, plug the kid. Don't plug me. <laughs> Does everybody call you the kid? Everybody? It depends on um, how long you've known me. I guess, or really, or really what. So, who's what in your group close circle? Call you kid. Dan, Dan Wood, Vaughn does, Martin will. Uh, you know, anyone kind of living in Halifax will. Uh, if anyone else tries, you'll stab them. Yeah, of course. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to be a poser. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I started, I, w- I was just T-Lens. That's what Peter White called me and Hickey called me and Mur Like, I was... Yeah, you were really the kid then. Yeah, when I was an actual child. Because uh, Peter White was like the OG of the scene at the time, yeah. right? Yeah. I missed all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good years. That was fun stuff. Did you know uh, Peter White and I toured the country in 2007 together? No. It was awesome. Yeah? God, I spent like six, eight weeks with that guy. Okay. Shit. We went right from one coast to the other. It was unbelievable. Yeah. We didn't go to Newfoundland. We went from like New Brunswick to... Uh, Calgary yeah. thing, and everything in between. Sweet. It was a great time. And then another guy joined us, John Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I don't know if you know who that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Drunk updates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was good then. I don't know. I haven't seen him in years mm-hmm. and years. But uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun getting to know Pete. And that's mm-hmm. as much as I knew about Halifax comedy was Peter White. Yeah. So to you, he was like, he was like already established when you started. Yeah, yeah. He's the idiot that's why I'm still doing this. Yeah. I did my first yucks amateur stat and he said he said, Oh, it's good, man. Keep it up. Keep coming back. Yeah. Now here I am. But you do love it. Was, oh, I love it. There's nothing else I'd rather do. Yeah. I, I have to do it. That show we did at that restaurant that time. Yeah. Yeah. That was you great. That you was really um it was awesome to watch you. Mm-hmm. Like you had a real connection with those people. Mm-hmm. They loved you. Yeah, that was a cool one. Do you feel that? Yeah, you can get a vibe for sure. And you know, it's um like a playful friendliness and you can tell that you are charming them even if they don't want to be yeah charmed I guess yeah they were a very stiff bunch you know they, they were, were very nervous and yeah I was standing up on a chair they tried to trying to get their attention <laughs> swearing too much I was really making Where them uncomfortable uh, at this resta- a Christmas show that we did uh, in, in December okay yeah yeah and uh, it was fun. they almost wanted to bump Chris Huffy and just bring me up yeah. Yeah, because like, should we just bring... Yeah, they're like, is the whole show going to be like... I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, These guys are good. I'm terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't connect with them. It felt yeah. really bad. Yeah. But I, I was a professional. I stayed the whole show. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, and Chris did well. Yeah. Chris yeah. Did well, yeah. But uh, who's your favorite up-and-coming comedian, like, around Halifax? Oh, up and coming. Hmm. Is anybody up and coming, or have they all came and went? You know, there's guys that are up and coming that I really like. Sam Bartol is a funny dude and really likes comedy. Chris Halaf's a funny dude, and he likes. I can tell he really wants to get good at it, and you know, all all the all the they're all good kids overall. Yeah, I, mean, I met a guy, Andrew Wiley. Yeah, Wiley's very very new, but I've seen him a few times. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's using store. somebody's tagline. I don't know if it's his or if he's heard it somewhere. He kept okay. saying, "He kept saying, that's amazing, that's amazing." <laughs> okay. But I really enjoyed his set. Mm-hmm. I, I I interviewed him actually. Okay. 
a little two minute interview. Yeah. 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 He's I think he's pretty pumped to be interviewed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, so that's great. So what's next? What are you going to do next? What's next? Well, I'm going to go raise some money for some animals. Tonight, Tonight. comedy for the pause. Comedy for the yeah. pause. That unfortunately, I have to admit, was my idea. It's... The the name, the title. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good hook. <laughs> Everyone likes a pun. You you know what's weird is like I used to have respect for myself as a comedian, and then I got into marketing, mm-hmm. and so then when I came up with the title for this SPCA fundraiser, yeah. I comedy for the pause, and yeah. there's a picture of a cat and a dog on the poster, yeah. and I immediately said, who am I? Yeah. Yeah. We well, shouldn't feel bad about that. I think there's a lot of people now <laughs> who think they're getting into comedy, but what they're getting into is marketing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe so, yeah. Because you got to sell yourself, right? Yeah. It's like when you see those, like, uh, you know... Um, you know, Facebook, like, comedian pages. If I see if it's, like, you know, someone who's, like, you know, established and a good comedian, you're like, ah, oh, the machine made them do it. It's got to be done. Necessary evil. But then you'll see somebody like, oh, you're three sets in and you just fumble. What the fuck are you doing with the Facebook page? Like, you know, like, oh, like, email for bookings. Like, who's, I'm going to book you at Mega Comedy Mondays because that's the only shows you should be doing. What are you talking about? <laughs> and you message me. I don't message your Facebook page. We have a lot of that in St. John. There's a lot of... Comedians, they're local comedians. Mm-hmm. They're not ready to headline at all, but they're setting up these comedy nights mm-hmm. and advertising them like this is live professional stand-up comedy, and it's not. And they come, I see mm-hmm. the disappointment in their face. I'm just like, oh shit, because yeah. I'm in those shows too, trying out new bits and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. But then I'm like, it's hard to sell a pro show once they've seen Absolutely, that. If yeah. a per- person's never been and they go to, you know. Yeah, they don't understand open mics and new comics. They just think, oh, well, this is a... Is this stand-up comedy? I never want to see this again. He picked odd jokes to perform. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear Robin Williams' golf bit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Good. Okay, so um, do you have anything else that you want to say on the record? (laughs) This clock ticking down, giving me anxiety. Uh, No. No. Any shows coming up? Any shows coming up, Martin? Yeah, man. Plug yourself. Uh, oh, possibly a show at the casino. Is that going to be the schooner room? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. May 10th. Yeah, oh, that'd be tasty, man. After my birthday. Yeah. 27. Fucking done. May? Yeah. You're 27 years old? Coming up May 9th. That is so young. <laughs> You're looking at a 42-year-old guy. I am eight years from 50. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. you got so much life left, man. Oh, I would stab a baby to be your age. What a time, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so May 10th, you're going to be at the Schooner Room, Martin? Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, more than likely. And you're going to be there, too? I'll be there, too. Travis, Lindsay, Martin Lindsay, Edwards? Martin Edwards, yeah, yeah. Uh, apologies to Mark Splood that uh, we've been trying to do a Splootcast forever. This is a Birchwood and it, and Podcast exclusive apology. <laughs> And it's just always something. It's always... It oh, he's going to be weekend. so pissed. It was Easter oh, weekend. they had Martin Edwards too? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the Martin Edwards part, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had Petey Boy? Yeah. I mean, Travis is one thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, first go, you ask. Here I am on Birchwood. There it's you been go. like a year and a half trying to do Splutcast. <laughs> well, got, get it done, but, Mark. But Mark has professional equipment. He doesn't follow people around with phones like a content <laughs> crackhead. That's what I call myself, a content crackhead, because I'm just like... 
So how long you've been? Do you like stand up comedy? And yeah. the guy's like, dude, I got a lot of houses. I gotta get the hell out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm your mailman. I gotta get out of here. But um, I've I've been really enjoying uh, interviewing you guys, I, yeah. and I hope that you uh, will. Uh, you know, enjoy your lives because I probably won't ever talk to you this much again. <laughs> Maybe in a year or two. And I look forward to seeing you guys down at the club. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah. I'm Martin Edwards, and I want you to subscribe to Birchwood Podcast.